0: Your hands to the Lord and thank him for his graciousness, his mercies, the opportunity to be in his presence, to receive his word, to be blessed and nourished by his word. The psalmist said that the entrance of thy word giveth light and it giveth understanding to the simple. He said, Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. He said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. He says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one iota of his word shall fail. He says that all flesh is as grass, the glory thereof as the flower of the field. The grass withered, the flower faded, but the word of our God abideth forever. And he that hath his word abided forever. The Bible says that we are born out of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed even the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. Jesus said that heaven and earth shall pass away but not one out of my word shall fail. The Lord said I will hasten to perform my word. He said I will watch over my word to perform it. The Bible said that the word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of joint and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart father we give you praise and glory your majesty we worship you in the name of jesus receive all the praise receive all the glory jesus name have we prayed and all the saints shall say amen i want to give the lord a mighty clap offering Oh, give the Lord a mighty shout. And uh, you want to take your seats in heavenly places. I want to thank the Lord for the life of each and every one of you. Amen. And I believe that God is taking each and every one of us from one degree of glory to another. Hallelujah. Your yesterday will be better. Your to- tomorrow will be better than today. Hallelujah. God will improve your life. God will make your life better. God will cause you to excel. God God has ushered you into a season of greatness. You want to tell the person next to you that welcome to greatness. greatness. Tell someone that look at me very well. well." Because the next time you see me, me, it will be another me. I would have moved to another level of glory. Look at me very, very well. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap, our friend. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, we want to enter into the Word of God for today. Like you already know, it's a month of rejoicing. And so we have to have an attitude of always rejoicing. Amen. When you wake up in the morning, rejoice in the Lord. Amen. In the book of Philippians, Paul was writing to the church at Philippi, and he said that word. Rejoice in the Lord God always, and again I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Paul was writing this, this scripture of the book of Philippians when he was actually in prison. And the prison he was in, it was a Roman prison, and he was, he was put in a place where the whole sewage of Rome, the place where the whole sewage of Rome was passing through. You understand? All the, all the dirt and the filth of the city was it was an underground prison, you know, and all the dirt and the filth and the sewage of Rome was passing through that place. And that was where Paul was. And yet still, he was writing to the believers who were enjoying, who were living a comfortable life, and he was telling them that, Rejoice in the Lord God always. And again, I say rejoice. Wow. Wow. What situation do you find yourself in? Amen are you in a worse situation than the Apostle Paul? Yeah. But he was able to rejoice and not only rejoice, but to tell other people to rejoice. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the state of the examination. It doesn't matter the state of finances. It doesn't matter the state of your heart also. Yeah. Amen. Whether you have a crash on somebody but the person is not minding you. <laughs> How many of you have had a crash on somebody? It's like the person is not even aware. The, the person is not even responding. It can be very annoying and frustrating and irritating. Oh. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) But still rejoice. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Still rejoice. Hallelujah. All right, so. I see that a lot of you were blessed from last month's teachings on prosperity. Yeah. And I pray that we, we take it seriously and we decide to live by it. Amen. Yeah. One of the things that you have to understand is that I, I believe that I shared I on the importance of work. Amen. Amen. That when we give our tithes and our, our tithe, uh, the Lord opens the windows of heaven and pours out blessings upon us. The blessing comes in the form of divine favor and divine ideas. So it's not enough just to receive the divine ideas, you know, or the divine favor. You have a responsibility of working with the divine ideas and the divine favor that God gives you. Amen. Amen. So when you work with the divine ideas and the divine favor, you realize that the blessing would come. The prosperity would come. So please, in the prosperity equation, hard work and diligence is an integral part is an integral component. It is part of the reactants. Um, chemistry. chemistry chemi- yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. In the chemical reaction that takes place, you have what, reactants, isn't it? And what, products. So it's not just given, that is, uh, is needed. Hard work is also <laughs> needed, amen. You know, so decide to be diligent. De- decide to work hard. Decide to be diligent. Amen. Amen. And God will bring you prosperity. Hallelujah. About us, so that whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. Amen. Amen. And I want to thank the Lord for Buffy's testimony. Wow. When I was working, I made a vow that I'll not, I'll not call my boss to exempt myself from work because of sickness it was a personal vow i did hallelujah but it was a vow it was a vow that required serious discipline and a, a strong mindset because like he said he experienced sometimes sickness or weakness the body feels weak and all but one must be very determined receive that determination in jesus name it's lazy people that have a little malaria, a little fever, a little headache. Then they exempt themselves from work. And, and you know that there are some people also, eh, they like sickness. Do you know that there are some people they like sickness? They, they like the attention that comes with sickness. They like the sleep that comes with sickness. You know, they like the... Uh, you know the uh-huh, then uh, and you know what some of the shows that people for example they like their sickness. If maybe somebody the person's the person's finger or something's hurting and don't touch it. You see the person's <laughs> protecting it. Hey, the person likes it. <laughs> but when your hand is pinning you away, that's the more reason why you have to touch it and stretch it. Oh, yes. And rejoice. And <laughs> rejoice. Hallelujah. Lord. Amen. Another thing I want to tell you also is that um, you must be diligent in documenting. And this is very important. This is very important. You know, a lot of the things, or or many of the things I've learned regarding prosperity, or some of the things I've learned regarding, I I learned them from the the fathers of faith. Amen. Amen. Fathers of the faith and the prosperity movement. Some people criticize them, but it is working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And those are the co-plants, the de-planters, the, the Jerry Savels, you know, of course, the Oedipos, uh, the Chris, Pastor Chris. Amen. And one of the things I learned, uh, and, and of course, George Muller. How many of you know George Muller? How many of you have heard of George Muller? One of the things I learned, you must learn to document or make a record of your giving make a record of your giving and your receiving. When you, when you look at, like what um, Gucci said, when you look at your giving or your seed sowing as investment, then it's in, in your interest to have a record of it. Because everybody that is into stocks and shares and investments, a person keeps a record of how much investment he or she has, isn't it? And the person is always checking, looking at the shares, whether the shares is rising, going going up going down checking always hallelujah so in your giving decide to document your giving and your receiving and um, recently the lord began to deal with me you know also in the aspect of even in terms of the harvest receiving your harvest you know you you have to be calling it forth regularly amen you have to be calling it forth regularly. So when you give your seed an assignment, um, like let's say you come to church, you have a seed and you give it an assignment, and then you drop it and go. Don't just forget about it. Amen. Also, in your diary or your journal or your notebook, you should have written it down, uh, written the purpose of, um, for which you gave that seed an assignment. And regularly in your devotions, uh, call it forth. If, you're, if you give a seed, your seed. see the, um, What assignment? If you gave your seed an early marriage, you know, you've, you should have written it down, written how much you gave, written the purpose down, and then regularly in your devotions, in your confessions, I call it forth in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that I'm marrying early in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the visa in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for that job opportunity in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for that anointing in the name of Jesus. You call it forth regularly. You thank the Lord for it. consistently, regularly. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, So please, so learn to document your giving and your receiving. Learn to document your giving and your receiving. And another reason why you have to document is that, you know, so that when your the enemy does not shortchange you of your harvest, you know, so that at the end of the month or at the end of the year, you can, you go back and you do a record or you sum up how much you have given and how much you have received. And if there's a shortage, you can call it forth and you can demand for it. You understand what I'm saying? You can call it forth and you can demand for it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord. The month of November, month of November was a blessed month. Amen. Yes. The month of November... Um, God, God helped me or graced me to give, to give. A, I just did a, you know, how much I, I had given and received, and all. I realized that God was gracious to me, helped me to give in terms of my tithing and my seed sewing, and all. It came to about seven thousand Ghana cedis, just the month of November alone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Of course, the harvest was more. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> <I talk>. uh, <laughs> Amen. Amen. So it's important. If you ever get the opportunity of reading George Muller's you know, biography, you know, the title is A Life of Trust. A Narrative of God's Dealings with Me by George Muller. The Life of Trust. You see how the man documented everything. You know, he lived in Bristol, England. Every shilling he got, he would record it. Every pence he had, he would record it. That man lived by faith. He lived in total dependence upon God. Amen. Amen. And everything that he received, he recorded it. And then uh, it was amazing how God, how God blessed him. It was amazing. So decide to do a documentation of your giving and your receiving and um, you'd be amazed hallelujah at the blessing of the Lord amen Amen. and then also another thing I want to challenge us is um, when God blesses you or as God blesses you decide to also increase in your giving there's some people that they given that they have been given, it has been the same for the past one, two, three years. But as God blesses you, decide to increase. And um, you have to understand that don't think that, you know, there are two deceptions of the enemy. Number one, God, Satan deceives people to think that they are given or what they are coming to give is small. It is not small. I've already explained that. It is not small. It is a matter of your faith. You understand? So, Whatever you have that you are given, don't see it as small. Number two, also, Satan also deceives people sometimes to think that what they are given is too big. Amen. Amen. What they are given is too big. But what you are given is never too big, especially when you look at it that it is a seed that you are sowing. And therefore, when you are sowing in a large quantity, you are definitely going to reap what. In a large quantity. Because what you, what you reap is in proportion to what you sow. Amen. Amen. So never think that what you are given is too small. And never also think that what you are given is too big. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go into. So we are, we are getting ready. One of the things that amazes me is that, you know, in the year 2020, we are entering a new decade. Yeah, it's true. How many of you have thought of it? entering a new decade in the year 2020, and so it's important that we prepare for a new decade, amen, yeah. and it's important that we, 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 you know, have a certain mindset for the new decade, so it's not just a new year, it's a new season of time, amen, yeah. and it's a new decade, it's a new 10-year period, hallelujah. Some people are going to get married in that, de- that decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah but all of you are going to get married in that decade or? so why is that only Gucci that one receiving it <laughs> <laughs> even Taco will be getting married in the coming decade Amen. All right, so now, as we, we approach the a new decade, I want to share a number of things with us that I believe would, with that, with that mindset to help us to, to prepare for, for the decade and to be successful in the coming decade. Amen. Amen. All right, so I want to talk about certain things we have to do to, to be a step ahead. Certain things you have to do to be a step ahead. To be a step ahead. You see, as a Christian, there are a lot of things that we do that may not be public. Amen. That as a Christian, there are a lot of things, there are things that we do that may not really be public, but those are the things that will guarantee your success. And those are the things that will cause you to be a step ahead of other people. Amen. Amen. And so, and those are things that I'm going to mention for us to stay ahead in those areas. Number one, decide to stay ahead in prayer. Decide to stay ahead in prayer. Decide to stay ahead in prayer. Give yourself to prayer. Give yourself, you know, the church prayer meetings, your personal prayer meetings also, your, your personal prayer times. Have personal, be a disciplined praying person. Amen. Amen. Give yourself more to prayer. You know, when you're praying, particularly personal prayer, nobody really sees it, but it is very important, and that is what will take you far, and that is what will cause you to be ahead. Amen. Another thing, also, that you have to stay ahead in is in your Bible reading. Stay ahead in your Bible reading. Today, Gucci spoke about reading his Bible during his quiet time. That's powerful. Stay ahead in your Bible reading. Amen. It will make the Paul said that I commend you unto God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So the word of God has the ability to build us up in every aspect of our lives. He's able to build us up spiritually, build us up financially, build us up emotionally, build us up materially, physically, in every aspect of our lives. Amen. So decide, I've shared many times how one day I was listening to Pastor Chris, you know, and he said something that really touched me, and I, I decided to also live by that. He said, he said, I made up my mind to specialize in the Word of God. I was really touched by what he said. I I heard him say that thing when I was in first year, first year in the university. He said, I've made up my mind to specialize in the Word of God. And that also became my confession and my desire that I will specialize in the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Decide to specialize in the Word of God. You know, I realize that sometimes when I'm preaching, I quote scriptures from different places and it's like, Sometimes even faster than people doing their projections and all that. <laughs> Sometimes they are too slow. And many times, the I let people read it, eh? there are a lot of scriptures that I can quote, but the reason I let people read so that people will follow, so that people will not just be impressed by me quoting the scripture, wow. you know, but I want people to get it. And that's why I let us read it. But it's because I decided to what, specialize in the Word of God. And I've not yet arrived. I continue to study God's word and meditate upon God's word. And so decide to specialize in the word of God. Give yourself give it time. Do you know that this morning I was still praying the efficient prayers? And as I was praying it, I just I just asked myself that hey, are people praying the efficient prayers? <laughs> You know, I just thought to myself that wow, me that I, I preach that thing, eh? I'm So I keep on praying it. You know, I, I prayed it. I prayed you know I today when I was praying the efficient prayers, I opened to the book of Ephesians to pray. Even though I can quote it, I opened to it to read it and pray with it. And I, I used different translations to read it today. Personally, I used the contemporary English version to pray with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, as I was praying, I just asked, I said that, hey, my people, I do not pray. The <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. You are praying it in Jesus' name. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. Pray the, the Decide to. Stay, so, I've said that, stay ahead in prayer. Stay ahead in Bible reading. Now another thing, stay ahead in reading Christian books. Stay ahead in reading Christian books. Stay ahead in reading Christian books. The reason why you have to read Christian books is that, you know, or you see, there are things that sometimes, you know, God has placed in the body of Christ, teachers, Teaches for the perfecting of the understanding of the saints. Amen. So it's not, everything, it's not everything that all of us are supposed to read the Bible. However, there are certain secrets and mysteries that you may not get it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to go to somebody that God has given it to the person to study from the person. For example, just last month when I taught you on the prosperity, you realize that a lot of you didn't know a lot of things. So somebody could have been, if somebody that has has maybe their parents didn't listen to me or some people have not listened head, they'll be there, they'll not know a lot of things and they'll live their lives in darkness and ignorance all through and some people may be given and all that, not given their seed and assignment, not given in faith and it will not be working for them all through their lives because of lack of knowledge or because they have not gone to listen to a God-ordained teacher or they have not listened to their... God-ordained teaching priest. Hallelujah. So you have to go for books. Amen. You have to go for books and study the books because there are secrets in those books. There are secrets in those books. I mean, Bishop Odepo says something. He, he, ma- he made some statements. I heard him say it some time back, and it has stuck with me. He said, he said take books out of my life, and my life is as weightless as a piece of paper. I said, ish, that's a serious statement that take books out of his life and his life is as weightless as a piece of paper. That's serious. Amen. Amen. He said, in, I believe it was in 1983, he wanted the keys to kingdom prosperity. He went on a retreat with two books, you know, a book by Kenne Hagin. you know, on the, the loss of prosperity, by, sorry, by Kenne Copeland, the loss of prosperity. Then he took also a book by Gloria Copeland, God's Will. His prosperity, and he went on the mountaintop on a retreat. You know, he was looking through the book, studying because he wanted to catch the revelation that Copeland had regarding prosperity. Amen. And he said that as he was studying, 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 one day light, light struck, and he, he got the key, and he said, he said at that time, you know, he was on a retreat. He was he was just he had his towel around him. He was sitting down. He was meditating, meditating. So. When the light struck like that, he got up out of the chair. He said, Yay, I can. He said, He spun around. He said, Yay, I can never be broke. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> light shone through the books. Hallelujah. Remember Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul said that one. The books I left in Troas, bring them, and the parchments also. How many of you have seen that scripture? The books, and it was Timothy told. He said, The books are left in Troas. Bring them. And the parchments also. You must have books. And not just books. You must have parchments. The parchments I, those were his personal notes. Amen. Amen. If I give you this is my tablet and you, my my e-journal in this tablet. you see my personal notes, my parchments, wow. my devotions, the insights, the revelations, the illuminations that I've received. You see them in my journal. But aside from my journal, I, I had I have other books. Amen. But later I started using a, an e-journal because it's a, I can carry it wherever I can wherever I want to. But you must have parchments. You see, when I was in secondary school. God gave me, God taught me something that anytime I'm studying the word and I receive a revelation from the word, I should write it down. Because when you receive revelation from the word, that revelation is in your spirit. It's in your spirit. It's not necessarily in your mind. So you may think that you know it, but it's your spirit that knows it. But and so if you do not write it down, you can forget it. So from that time, every time I'm studying the word of God, I have my Bible. I have a book, I have a pen, or now I have my tablet that I can make notes. Amen. So the cloak that I left at Trust, bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchments. Those are the notes. The insights he got. Hallelujah. So listen, so make notes. When you are studying God's word, revelation comes. Write it down. Write it down. Because if you do not write it down, you can't forget. I'm going to realize that some of the revelations you got, you, you didn't write down, you forgot. You had your quiet time in the morning, you were excited about the revelation you had. By the evening, you had forgotten the revelation. Because you didn't write it down. Or, or you feel that, ah, when you go by, the, the, in the morning, the way the thing came, or if you are going to share it to somebody, you realize that, ah, the way the thing came in, that's not how you are sharing it. Or it's like you have forgotten some of it. You may just remember some, you know, hazily, but you've forgotten some. You see, so you have to write it down. When you write it down, you can go back to it. Because the revelation of God was in your spirit. It was not in your mind. Amen. Amen. So please learn to make notes when you are studying God's word. Learn to make notes. Have your parchments. One of these, I'm going to go around and check people's parchments. Yeah. <laughs> go, go. Amen. Amen. But let me ask. Some of you write, make notes when you are saying studying the Word of God, you get revelation insight. It's a, it's a good practice. Amen. And, and let me show you something. As you are even writing, you realize that you'll be getting more insight. There's something we call prophetic journaling. When you are writing, You see that you'll be getting more insight it's it's prophetic Amen. amen so decide to have your parchments and decide to you know one day i was reading a book by a great teacher of the word and he said something he said that he said he had been studying a particular scripture for more than 50 years and he hadn't gotten that revelation but it's now that he's getting that he has gotten that revelation after studying that scripture for more than 50 years he has now gotten that revelation, and he went on to write down that revelation. So as I was reading his book, I was accessing revelation that had taken somebody 50 years to get. Isn't that wonderful? That is what happens when you read. You, when you read and you are able to stand... You know, Oedipo said something. This year I was at his conference. He, says, he said that he has never met Yonggi and not just he has, he said he has never seen Yongi Cho physically before with his eyes. As in, he has never been in a conference that Yongi Cho was there. But he has read Yongi Cho's books. He went after the secrets for church go through Yongi Cho's books. And now it is working in his life by reading the books. But he has never met him before. He has never set eyes on him before. He has never, like many of you, he came to Ghana. So at least you saw, even if it was afar, you saw him. Afar, isn't it? Oh, he, he, passed, he passed by your chair. <laughs> wow. wow. Powerful, amen. <laughs> somebody, somebody was telling me that, you know when he came, the person, you know when he, um, he I think one of these he called testimonies. The person was like, Charlie, he wanted to go in. like it's not like he had been healed or anything, but he wanted to go <laughs> give the testimony, so and he knew lay hands on him. Amen. Amen. So please take books very seriously. Take reading seriously. It will change your life. It will change your life. Stay ahead. Stay ahead in prayer. Stay ahead in Bible reading. Stay ahead in reading Christian books. Stay ahead also in listening to messages. Stay ahead in listening to messages. Stay ahead in listening to messages. You know, I said something that I, um, by the grace of God, God has helped me to to be a to be a consistent tither over the years, and um, I I noticed where I, it was a is a grace, amen. Last week I showed you that giving is a grace, it's a grace, and I, I believe that the Lord made me understand that I received that grace from God's servant Bishop David Oedipu. and this was, you know, I. After school, after university, I listened to more than two hundred hours of messages by Bishop Wehdepo on prosperity. Like I soaked the man. I I just I soaked the man. I was listening, listening 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 listening. When i wake up in the morning, I'm listening. Afternoon, if I'm doing house chores, because it was audio audio messages. So. You can have the audio message. And be, you know, when you are doing your house chores at home, man, don't just be, be playing a message in the background. Amen. Because when you are doing house chores, you are ironing your clothes, you are bathing, you are brushing your teeth, you wake up in the morning, all those things. All those things that you are doing, eh, when you are listening to a message in the background, it is entering you. So don't waste the time. Just play the message. Amen. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be doing, you be listening to, you'll be feeding yourself while going about your chores and all that. Hallelujah. So that, that was what I, I did. And those of you, when you are driving also, listen to messages in the car. Hallelujah. You know, rather than letting your mind be wandering and uh, be thinking about unnecessary things, you know, or the radio. <laughs> As I know, there are only three stations, radio stations I know. Joy FM, Sweet, Melo- Sweet Melodies, and Sunny FM. Apart from that, I don't know... Like, I can't, I don't know of any, I know I hear of other radio stations, but I can't, I don't know their frequencies. Apart from these three radio stations Joy FM, 99.7, Sweet Melodies, 94.3, Sunny FM, 88.7. After, apart from that, I speak the truth in Christ, I, I don't know any other, the frequency of any other radio station. But there are people that they are experts Peace FM, Oman FM, Radio Go, they know all of them. Meanwhile, they they can't quote certain scriptures. Uh, Hmm. Hallelujah. So listen to messages. Because you see, they're listening to the message elsewhere. Ezekiel 2 verse 1 and 2. Ezekiel 2 verse 1. He says that, And the Spirit entered into me, as he spake unto me, the spirit would entered into me as he speak. So when you are listening to the message, you know there's a spirit, the spirit will enter you, the spirit with which the person is speaking would enter you. so the spirit enter you when he spake unto you. so as you are listening, the spirit would enter you. Amen. Amen. It's an impartation. Amen. Some Bishop Doug speaks about how, how he got the teaching anointing. How many of you have heard his testimony? How he got the teaching. He was in whom He went for, I think, his house job, medical house job in Suhum And he, he, he said on his way he bought some tapes by Kenneth Hagen. And so when he went to him, he was playing the, the Kenneth Hagen tapes. Playing it, playing it and praying, he was soaking it, soaking it. Then he said all of a sudden he felt some something jump from the cassette into him. Not, not physically, but spiritually. <laughs> something jumped from the cassette and entered into him. And as soon as it, he felt it, as soon as it entered into him, he heard the words, from now on you can teach. As you listen to messages, may something enter you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So listen, tell Brennan to listen. Listen Listen to messages. Charlie, you have to soak them. Soak them. Listen to them. Amen. Then the other thing we have to do is stay we have to stay ahead in working for God. I'm teaching all these things to say for the coming year, in the coming decade, you have to stay ahead in working for God. Amen. Decide to do more for God. Decide to do more for God. Decide to be a shepherd. Yeah. 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 Embrace the call to be a shepherd. Decide to start a cell. Let me tell you something, those of you who are students, the best place you can do the work of the ministry is when you are a student on campus. Yes. You know, I, I get sad when people go to campus and they don't do the work of the ministry. Because it's, it's one of the best places you can because you, you have access to the students, you know, to the young people, to your colleagues. You know, sometimes the environment changes a bit when you are working and all that. But Charlie, as a, as a student, man, you can, man, you can work for God. Hallelujah. You can work for God. You can work for God. Charlie, yes, you must do don't broadcast five years. You must stand at the courtyard of your hostel. Yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. Stand at the courtyard of your hostel and, 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 and you raise a worship song and after that you make an announcement. Here to preach the word. Right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. When I was a student, I was having crusades on campus. Wow. I was having crusades in the halls and the hostels. Wow. We're having crusades too. So. The word of God. I was having done broadcast when I was a student on campus. I was doing done broadcast. Wow. You know, I also used to preach at. A, you know, we had a we had a place that you know a lot of the students pass to, to lectures. You know, i went going stand there around. You know, lecture lectures at a.m. So by 7:30, Charlie are standing there preaching. So as the students are passing to lectures, we are we are there preaching. Hallelujah. When I was a student, we started the a, Enfantsment a, a, Christian Fellowship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good thing. And we'll go back to, to Infantment. Weekend, Infantment for Christ. Derek, were you, you Infantment for Christ? <laughs> No, no, I mean, like, I mean, when you were, when you were, when you were on campus, yeah, yeah, yeah. did they have an advancement for Christ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that I, I started it. Wow. It's true. Yeah. I, I, I was the, listen, I was the chairman of the advancement for Christ. Wow. But when I, you know, because of other responsibilities, I handed over. Wow. It, I started it. Wow. That's yeah. I, I was a student. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Go back and, and preach and anoint the students. Lay hands on them, impart them. How's a student? I'll leave tech Kumasi to Cape Coast. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Charlie, you must you must you must work for God. See that's why I like I like young people and I I want to, you know, because I feel that young people and child, there's a lot that we can do. There's a lot that you can do. (laughs) Amen. You mustn't waste the time. You mustn't mustn't be thinking about beloved and uh occupy yourself with crashes. Occupy yourself with crashes. You understand what I'm saying? Charlie, this is the time to focus on the Lord and you know, your books. To give yourself wholeheartedly. When I was a student, myself and some, I, we, in the hostel I was in, we, the hostel was, was called Frontline. We started, we called Frontline Christian Fellowship. Yeah. Frontline Christian Fellowship, wow. and we're meeting Monday door, Monday Dawn meeting five a.m. Wow. Five a.m. Dawn meeting at the you know the hostel had a courtyard five a.m. We, we had people coming Dawn meeting of, Monday Dawn meeting. We had people like we're like sixty who were at the coming for the Dawn meeting. Wow. 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 Yeah. And then after that. So I started front line. I was in front line. Who was in tech? Oh, yeah, front line. No front line. And then I started that uh, You know Gaza also. We also started Gaza Prayer Fellowship. I was in front line. But Sundays, Gaza Prayer Fellowship to us. We are having a Sunday, 7 p.m. I'll leave front line to Gaza for, to pray. Just to, you know, just to pray for Gaza. Because, you know, the Lord laid on my heart that we should have a crusade at Gaza. And when we had a the crusade there, after, you know, I felt God saying that we should we should maintain the spiritual atmosphere by praying regularly in Gaza. We're meeting, we're just like four or five, but we're meeting there every Sunday, 7 p.m. to pray. We're not praying for ourselves, we're praying for Gaza. Praying for Gaza. Amen. Amen. Come on, Charlie, students. I see like Queen C, I see. Charlie... Man, I say, man, must work for God. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah. So you must stay ahead in working for God. And it's a joy. Isn't it a joy to work for God? Such a joy to work for God. Such a joy to work for God. Amen. Such a joy to work for God. Such a joy to, you know, see people coming forward to give their lives to Christ. You know what moved me to start having crusades when I was on campus? One day Bishop dad came to take for a Healing Jesus crusade. And then when he had the, when after preaching, did the altar call. And when he did the altar call, give your life to Jesus! If you want to give, come forward! When he did the altar call, I saw people running forward to give their lives to Christ. When I saw people running, you know, I began to cry. As I saw them coming forward, I just, you know, I just saw tears coming down my eyes. I was so touched. I was like, wow. I want to do this thing. Hallelujah. It's a joy to work for God, though. If if you are not... A Christian who doesn't have interest in working for God and that Christian's Christianity is questionable. Can can, can I preach it? Yeah. Say, somebody is a Christian and a person doesn't have any interest in working for God. that, that that, That person's Christianity is questionable. That person needs deliverance. A person doesn't want to preach, doesn't want to start a cell. Yeah. Ah. Because you see, the purpose of being a shepherd and the purpose of starting a cell is to help other people. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. To help other people in their work with God, in their Christian life. As you have benefited, you should be able to be a blessing to other people. Uh, amen. amen. You know, when, when, when Bobby came, people were shouting, Ag Bishop and Pastor, Bobby's a good shepherd, isn't it? But you see, it's not you, you too, you must be a good shepherd, son. <laughs> <laughs> you must visit your sheep, you must, you must pray for your sheep so that they'll get testimonies. Honestly speaking, uh, if there's uh, somebody, a Christian, you know, and no a Christian, nobody looks up to that, like, let's say you are a Christian and nobody, uh, no, you never receive a call that, oh, please, or someone comes, please, can you teach me this thing? Can you pray for me? Can you help me? You know, nobody comes to you with a difficulty, with an issue. You don't have any sheep. Eh? It's, it's, it's piti- pitiable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're mobile. Hey, you're mobile. Hey, you're mobile. Say so you don't have anybody that you are looking after. Anybody that you are shepherding. So if you don't have anybody, that means that all your prayers are for yourself. Oh, Amen. You must, you must have people that look up to you. You must have people that you are teaching the word of God. Amen. Amen. You must have people that you are praying for them. You must have people that you are able to visit them. Visit them. (laughs) You know, one of the things that, you know, that's one of the side benefits, one of the side benefits of working for God is the financial blessings. You understand? Because, listen, Oedipo said something. said He God spoke to him and told him that he should never raise money, but he should raise men. And when he raises the men, the money would come. And it is true. Wow, yeah. When you impact... Uh, listen, I taught I you the scripture that let him that is taught communicate to him that teaches in all good things. So what it also means is that if you are not teaching anybody, nobody will, be, co- will communicate to you in any good thing. True. Is Sunday, Sunday, somebody... Was that me? Early in the morning, no oh, I mean, I think like six, six thirty. The person was asking that, that. Oh, I mean, was the, the person said, what's my bank account and that you know some test. The person had testimony. The person, you know, I made some declaration and some some blessing has come, and that the person wants to deposit the money. You understand? So today, today is Tuesday. So the person asked me for my Sunday. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, today, the parents called me that. Oh, the person has deposited the money. As a, so I, I didn't even ask the how my person said, Oh, they have deposited the money, deposited 2,000 Ghana cities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I have lived. So I'm reaping, yeah. yeah. and, and this is a this is a son. This is somebody is a son. is a is a sheep that I, you know, my, my wedding suit. It was a son that bought it for me. Wow. I thought, I thought, yes. Yeah, it, he came. He, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that, you know, he wants to sow, and, and many other things. I'm not showing sure that these are some of the side benefits of working for God and being a blessing to other people. When you, when you are a blessing to other people, you know, there'll be a reciprocation. But if you have not impacted anybody, oh! 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah to impact people one day i was in dr nameche's house and then he brought somebody he brought somebody that we should pray for the we should pray for the person uh, or we should someone came to his house and then you know he said we should pray for the person and that the person just brought him a a lexus a white lexus five i think 570 (laughs) so i mean we should we should pray and thank god thank god for the person's life and all that you know because he has, he has impacted the person. True. It's true. impacted the person. You, you understand? See, it's not everything that you, you should decide that you are going to get by your hard work. You understand? Yeah. It's not everything that your hard work, uh, Charlie. That, you see, and that's why I get when people are working, some people, some students everything books. No time for quiet. Uh, no time for quiet time. No time for cell meeting. No time for church. Every day books, 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 books. Oh, we have seen all that before. We have seen all that before. It doesn't get anywhere. It doesn't get anywhere. Can, 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 I, can I advise somebody? I can advise you because I have been a student before and I've finished. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like the Archbishop said, let not he that is now going to battle boast. But rather, let he that has been to the battle and has returned from the battle and has removed his armor. Let him boast. So I can boast to some people, but for you students, I can boast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm telling you that this learning, 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 it doesn't get anywhere. It's true. <laughs> you have to do your part and study, but make time for God. Make time for the work of God. And that's what I was telling you. If I, if I was to tell you my, my schedule when I was a student, you'd be surprised. My schedule when I was in terms of working for God, time you'd be surprised. You understand? So, Charlie, study, steady. God will help you pass the exam. But Charlie, you must, you must just give yourself. You must touch yourself. You must be a shepherd. You must visit the sheep. You must pray for the sheep. There was one particular semester. Every, every day, I had a half night from like 10 to 1. I didn't have time for movies and um, football and all those things. I was not in a relationship also to be spending time and visiting. Amen. May you stay ahead in working for God. May you give yourself wholeheartedly to the work of the ministry. You know, one time uh, we had myself and a number of friends. We had a prayer walk on campus at midnight. We walked through the whole campus. We walked through every hall. We we ent- walked through every hall. We had two. We had one on campus, and then later we had one off campus. So the one on campus, we walked through every hall. We went to the administration block. Went to stand where the vice chancellor parks his car. Went to praying for the vice chancellor. We walk through the whole campus. In example, I've never prayed for the vice chancellor before. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, you must. You must work for God. Recently, you know, when we're at um, sorry, when I was at Dr. Nwachukwu's place, we were preparing for the experience conference. The guys that um, you know, the guys that came, the contractors who were doing the road. One of them happened to be my the one of the guys working with the company. He happened to he, we're both we were both in tech together, so I met him, we were both in tech together, he was, um, he was a younger brother of a colleague of mine who also did mechanical engineering, so when I saw him at the site, we were talking, and he said, so later he went to tell his brother that he saw me, and he was like, he was like, so I told him that I'm in ministry, I'm, I'm in full time, and, and he was like, Charlie, the way I was on campus there, if I hadn't gone full time, he'd be surprised. It's true. Because they, they all knew it, and why? Because what we give ourselves wholeheartedly. Give ourselves wholeheartedly. Decide to work for God who has a student. Amen. Amen. It is the greatest adventure. Amen. It's such a joy. Amen. Amen. Such a joy. One time we went to I we had a we had a crusade at Afijasi um, Secondary School. So when we went. You know, so as I was preaching, I was preaching salvation, as I was preaching, preaching, and then the Lord spoke to me, and the Lord said that I should pray for the people to speak in tongues. So when the, Spirit of the, Lord, when the Lord said that I, I put you on hold, I didn't instantly, because I felt like people have to be saved before you pray for them to speak in tongues. So I continued preaching my salvation message, and the Spirit of the Lord came spoke to me again, He said, I said, "Pray for the people to speak in tongues." So the second one, I had to be obedient. So then I just stopped preaching. I was like, how many of you want to speak in tongues? And a lot of hands went up. I was about to share on speaking in tongues before I prayed for them to speak in tongues. As I was sharing to them on speaking in tongues, in one instant, all of them began to speak in tongues. In one sweep. I I didn't even pray for them. As I asked, how many of you want to speak in tongues? Their hands went up. I was telling them about the baptism of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, and then all of them started speaking in tongues. It happened while I was a student. Yes. Hey. Okay. A good word. <laughs> 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 May this appear on your CV also (laughs) in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You'd be surprised at what God will do with you when you avail yourself. Amen. Amen. Stay ahead in giving. Stay ahead in giving in the coming year and in the coming decade. Also stay ahead in waiting on God. Stay ahead in waiting on God. Stay ahead in going for retreats. For some people they've not been been gone for a retreat before. But decide to go on retreats. One day, two days. tell you Go somewhere. Turn off your phone. Don't let anybody contact you. Spend time in prayer. Amen. Amen. Spend time in prayer and in the word. If there's a holiday, you know, just that holiday. Decide to go to the gardens from eight a.m. Then you come back at five PM. What are you doing there? You are praying, you are studying, you are reading the Bible, you take a Christian book, eight AM to five PM. It's a retreat. Come back strengthened. Come back empowered. Amen. Amen. Stay ahead in holiness. Stay ahead in holiness and righteousness. How many points have I given you? Stay, stay ahead in holiness and righteousness. Stay ahead. I mean um righteousness holy living is important too. How many of you realize that it's important? It's important. Some people think that it's a kick. It's not a kick. It's important. Amen. 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 Hallelujah to stay ahead in righteousness and holiness it's important and then also stay ahead in your relationship with God stay ahead in your relationship with God this is so very important your relationship with God so very amen. important you must know the Lord. amen you must know the Lord You must be able to hear his voice. You must be led by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. A lot of things, we must be led by God. You must, and the Lord tells us, I said, my sheep know my voice. So because you are a child of God, you know the voice of the Lord. Amen. So uh, practice being led by God's Spirit. Develop your sensitivity to hearing the voice of God and to being led by the Spirit of God and to being in the will of God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes God speaks to us through his word, through the scriptures. A lot of people want to hear the voice of God. How many want to hear the voice of God? How want to hear the voice of God? They want to hear the audible voice of God. But you know, the Lord taught me something early in my Christian walk that if you have not cultivated the habit of listening to his word, you are not entitled to hearing his audible voice, or you are not entitled to hearing his voice, or being led by him. So decide to always be listening to his word and obeying his word, the written word. When you are always listening to the written word and obedient to the written word, you are entitled to being led by God. So for example, let me give you a practical example. Somebody may ask that, oh, so, uh, when I, like I said, when I was preaching and I, God spoke to me that uh, I should pray for the people to speak in tongues. someone somebody would go like, "Wow! I also wish that God would speak to me that uh, I'll, 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 God would speak to me like that, isn't it?" Yeah. But before God spoke to me like that, you must realize that I was already ob- I was obedient to what I already knew to do from His Word. That is to preach the gospel. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That is to preach the gospel. So I was being obedient. Sometimes somebody may ask that, oh, so um, how would you hear God's voice? Maybe hear God's voice regarding what seed to sow and what amount to sow and who to sow and all that kind of thing. First of all, do what you have to do, what you, the Bible tells you to do by paying your tithe. If you have not been, if one has not been diligent in paying his tithe, God is not going to speak to the person about sowing some seed or sowing some, no. Because the, the first principles, the person has not been obedient. So if the person has not been obedient with the first principles, what else should God say? Amen. Amen. So take God's word seriously, the written word. Meditate on it. Read it. Listen to it. Eat it. Digest it. Memorize it. Ponder on it. And be obedient to it. And when you do that, you are now entitled to his voice. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap, our friend. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, I want to thank you for your word that has come unto us. Speak unto us. Minister life and strength to us. Help us. Strengthen us to stay ahead. Lord, as we get ready to enter a new decade, we ask that your grace will be with us. In Jesus' name have we prayed, and all the saints shall say, Amen.